Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather, and I'm give you news and views from a West Texans biblical point of view. One you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Hey guys, welcome to this podcast this Monday morning. Uh, it is March the 13th, and uh, what is going on in the news today. So let's talk about some headlines, shall we? The deception of human wisdom, the living God versus Yuval Harari. Mm, we'll talk a little bit about that as Jonathan Brittner. And uh, you can find that, of course, at harpingersdaily.com. And we can go to thehill.com and we will talk a little bit about this. Uh, this is China brokered Iran-Saudi deal raises red flags for U.S. That was posted on the 11th of March by Brad Dress. Yes, you guys, uh, that's a big red flag, especially if you're looking back at Daniel 927 and Ezekiel 39. We got, so, ooh, we got some good stuff going there, right? What else we got? I know you guys have all heard about the Silicon Valley Bank uh, collapse and all that good stuff. So we're, there was an article I was going to read, but it was at the mainstream media. And I was like, you know what? That's not. Let's check this one out at frontpagemag.com by Daniel Greenfield posted today. And it's wokeness in cryptocurrency were systemic risks for the SVB and signature. We'll talk a little bit about that. While I was perusing the mainstream media on Yahoo, Yahoo News, and had old Biden on there, the United States puppet president, and he was up there going, let me tell you, be rest assured that if your money is in the United States bank, it rest assured your money is safe. Rest assured, rest assured, he kept saying or trying to say. <laughs> anyway, uh, that was the main point of that. But rest assured that your money, don't, everything is fine, folks. <laughs> I don't trust them as far as I can throw him. I don't trust. No. Uh-uh. So whatever the United States government tells me to do, I'm probably going to do the opposite. I don't know what you guys, but I don't trust them a bit. Not one bit. And uh, his slogan for, remember his campaign slogan was Build Back Better. What is the World Economic Forum's Klaus Schwab, Yval Harari, Bill Gates, and all these other world globalists? What's their slogan? Build Back Better. Well, what do you think they're going to build back better? What do you think that's all about? Well, you can't build back something if you've already got something. You have to tear it down and destroy it and then build back better. Hello. What do you think they're planning on doing? Bank collapses. You got COVID-19. They're going to come up with something else. Be, and I can tell you this, rest assured, they will come up with some other bacterial, viral, whatever um, man, like uh, uh, Michelle emailed me this morning. It's another thing. Uh, not only are they destroying food plants and all kinds of, they're doing this on purpose because they're doing it on purpose. It is, it's a planned, planned demic, and that doesn't just include uh, COVID nineteen. That includes your food supply. That includes your supply chain issues. Like she said, I mean, folks, they're doing this on purpose. And uh, if that hole there, uh, what was it in, in uh, Alabama, if there was nothing uh, dangerous in those uh, containers, why are they still cleaning that up? They are still cleaning that up today, folks. Now, we've had some crazy stuff happen here. I remember we had 30 cars derail here, um, fell on a semi, killed a family um, here where I live. One of our uh, intersections, they had that stuff cleaned up like the same day. So, hmm, things that make you go... Hmm. I think it's uh, I think it's only going to get worse. Like the article I did about all the train derailments in the United States, like a thousand and thirty-two. I mean, there's a bunch in one year, right? So there's a lot. So we have food, 
uh, plants. And then have you noticed all the recalls, all the food recalls? You know, if you ate blah, 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 you need to take that out of your refrigerator and throw it away. Here's some canned goods that have been, you know, blah, blah, blah. Folks, I don't know about you. Um, but a friend of mine had uh, posted also, she said, um, a lot of the food plants are in Ohio. So there's a lot, ConAgra, a lot, huge, lots of plants, food plants there um, in Ohio. But then this contaminated, there's a water source there too, that they bought a water. And um, if you look around about this, okay, that vinyl chloride that they decided to burn, <laughs> They did it on purpose, folks. I'm telling you, they don't care about you, me, your kids, the water. They don't care. They don't care about any of that. No, 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 no. So they did all that, and they're killing livestock, birds. It's in the water now. All that stuff goes up into the air, and then, of course, it comes right back down. Well, hello, folks. So, I mean, you got to think about all these food plant manufacturing plants that are over there. And plus, they're burning them to the ground. Like, I can tell you, in the history of food manufacturing plants in the United States, has not been that many not very many very few actually in fact and um, plants have burned or anything has happened to them. it's like sabotage guys they're sabotaging the food plants they're sabotaging our supply chain our transportation they're coming after everything they're coming after you and you know it used to be like they hate christians well they hate us because we tell you the truth they hate christians because we have the only truth which is jesus christ the gospel the bible tells us what's going to happen they hate you they hate me because of that but not only that they hate everybody they're an equal opportunity hater because they're from satan their father is the devil satan and so they hate and that's what they do and they do not care who they kill murder they don't care they don't care and you can tell it's it's widespread uh, look at all the people with the jab. They're killing all those people. You know, you got all the movie stars, quote unquote, the celebrities and athletes and all of these people. They're all up there. Remember, they were promoting the jab, you know, do it for your grandma, you know, do it for the ones you love. Yeah. And then they're murdering. Now they came dropping dead, falling. Look at that rapper over in South Africa, just dropped dead right there on the stage. You've got, look at all the, some of the celebrities. They have Gillian Barr syndrome, um, dead, they're dying. Like, look at all the cancer that exploded. Can't stage four, stage four, stage four, cancer dropping dead. Hello. But, you know, nothing to see here, folks. It's, it's nothing to see here. <laughs> they don't care. Satan will use all of you minions out there, every single one of y'all. If you are not a blood bought, from Jesus Christ. If you do not belong to Christ, you belong to your father, the devil. Whether you admit it or not, doesn't matter. You can be like, well, I'm an atheist. I don't believe in any of that. No, you're being used by Satan. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. If you're not a Christian, you are from your father, the devil. And he will use you. He's got his little his little min minions, his demons are out there whispering to folks. You know, half of them are possessed. If you look at the the celebrities and you have the clintons and all this stuff in the white house in the united states white house look how seances and all kinds of wickedness has been going on for years and years and years from the 1800s in our white house and that i had to tell you uh the leadership of the united states and i'm surprised it's taken us this fall this this long to fall uh to where we're at right now but it's only getting worse and it's only going to get worse. But I think there has been a remnant of Christians in the United States, regardless of what our leadership was, the how satanic or demonic that they were and are. 
there's always been a remnant, a large portion of the United States has always been Christian. And of course, that has evolved. You guys, we are no longer a Christian nation. And, you know, when Obama said that, you know, people were like, ah, you know, but we're really not. A lot of those people who profess to be Christians, they're not Christians. Look at the Joel Osteens and the Joyce Meyer and the Creflo Dollars and the money, 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 name it, claim it, blab it, grab it. And the Hillsong Church, hello, Australia. Um, the rules don't apply to these people. Um, governmental rules, societal rules does not apply to these people. And neither does the Bible because you know what? They are not Christians. Folks, somebody tells you they're a Christian, you're going to know them by their fruit. You're going to know them by their fruit. And uh, these people have no fruit. They live in multi-million dollar homes. They drive 15, 16 cars. They have, you know, flying these multi-million dollar jets. And But, you know, what are you doing? You're sitting at home on your couch eating Cheetos because that's all you can afford. While they're eating caviar and drinking whatever. You see... You see the dichotomy? You see it? You see it, folks? If you don't, I'm sorry. But King James Version, always, I always go back to that. They will make merchandise of you. They will make merchandise of you. And that's what the Bible says. And that's what they're doing. So if you're involved in one of those churches where if you just sow a seed into my ministry, well, God's going to bless you sevenfold. Get out. And I do mean it. I mean, get the beef out of there. And I mean that uh, with the strongest language poverty because you will go to hell because they will take you to hell with them. The Bible says offense, offense. I talked about this yesterday, but there's different versions of offending and offense and stumbling blocks and leading people away from the truth, leading them to hell. That's what these so-called wolves in a sheep clothing that call themselves pastors are doing. Yeah, got the Joel Osteen's out there going, God, just want you to have your best life now. Well, you know, homosexuality, that's just not God's best. It's an abomination is what God called it, an abomination. Call it what the Bible calls it. You're not doing these people any favors by telling them, God, that's just not God's best. Really? You're going to answer to God for that. You will stand before God one day and you will answer that. And God's going to ask you that. And you're going to have to answer for that, Mr. Olstein. It ain't going to be pretty when you're thrown into the lake of fire. That's just not going to be pretty. You have time right now. You're still breathing. At least I think you are, if that's really you. you know, you're still breathing. You have an opportunity, you and your wife both, to repent of your wickedness, to repent of your cowardness, and to ask Christ to forgive you and to go out to the vast millions of people who follow you and to preach the gospel. You have time, Osteen. You got time, Creflo Dollar, to repent and ask Christ to be your Savior. Hello, Copeland. You got time right now to repent, ask Christ to be your Savior. I, I tell you what, that man is demonically possessed. Have you ever looked at his face? I'm telling you, if anybody's with that, is that man right there. Anyway, guys, don't let him fool you. Don't be deceived. The Bible says, don't be, Jesus told us numerous times, do not be deceived. Or if I've got to tell you in King James, be ye not deceived. I always go back to the King James because it just seems so much stronger, you know, be ye not deceived. Um, 
these are the end days, folks. We don't, we don't, I mean, there's, there is no, um, it, I, you know, it's going to get worse, but I, I dare hate to see how much worse it can get before Christ takes us home. I don't know about you guys, but I, I tell you what, it's bad. It's, it's so bad. You can't watch TV. You can't, uh, uh, look at a magazine. Have you ever sat in a doctor's waiting room and picked up a magazine? You're like, it's this homosexuality. It's sexuality. It's, it's everything culture. It's like everything the Bible says is sinful. The world says is good and everything that's good the world says is no that's terrible what are y'all doing a little mock you or like whatever folks mm-mm-mm. let me tell you uh you better get on the right side of the road here because <laughs> i'm telling you what it's coming down the pike and christ is coming and when he takes us out of here you guys there'll be no say you'll be sitting here on your couch eating cheetos and everybody's gone right and then you're gonna walk out and say what well, what happened what happened oh my gosh i missed the rapture but it won't be that nicely when you cry out to god when you realize what happened you will be on your knees but you know what it'll be too late it will be too late you will have missed it and then what's going to happen you are left in this world that god is going to pour his wrath out on it's not only that the Christians are gone and evil will run amok and you've got this antichrist that's going to rise from the ashes and he's going to have all the answers and he's going to bring about this pseudo peace because when he comes he's riding on a white horse and he's got a bow and a crown but he doesn't have any arrows so he's bringing this false peace so this false peace is not going to last very long he is the antichrist he is the one that brings peace a pseudo peace to the Middle East He's the one that signs the seven-year covenant with Israel. That's going to bring peace. But it's a false peace. But you're going to be here for that. And you're going to see all these things happen. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, that crazy Texas girl always talked about that on her podcast. (laughs) She wrote those books about it. Oh my gosh, all my friends told me. But then my other friends said, oh, that's just a bunch of hoot nanny. That's just a bunch of bull hockey. That ain't right. No, no, aliens are coming to get us. (laughs) <laughs> aliens took them what do you think all this is you remember when you were kids and i was kids and people talk about aliens you'd be like oh, with those those people at the foothills of the appalachian mountains drinking that moonshine back there going i saw this saucer thing and it come down and i grabbed my shotgun i tried to shoot it <laughs> that's what we used to think but now it's mainstream media it's like it it's it's like it's normal it, they have normalized that the united states military is saying oh yeah there's like you know the world governments are now saying these things what do you think they're doing folks they are um brainwashing you it's the propaganda they are grooming you to believe these things so if you're not a christian you're falling for all of this crazy mass deception going on in the world today you're like uh-huh, uh-huh yeah aliens yeah <laughs> Here's going, okay, I'll take my 15th jab. Yep, 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 uh-huh. Yep, 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 yep. You know, that's, I mean, it's deception. If you can't see by now that those shots are evil, wicked, they're using them to depopulate. Folks, they're telling you, they tell us to our faces. And we have those people that still don't believe. You have all those people in Hollywood that are up there. And folks, if you don't think they are Satanists and they're, if you don't think they're up there doing sacrifices, drinking blood and kill. Look how many people go missing every year. There's, I'm telling, I did a whole video on it. I did a video, of course, it was all taken down from 
uh, from YouTube. My old tr- platform was, you know, of course, you can't tell it the truth. But I did say I found that. I found it on my iPad, but it wasn't the whole video. It was just some of it that I remember I sent it to my brother. I'm like, what do you think about this? And, you know, and even now, I, I, I it just makes me sick. And I, you guys, I did so much research. I ended up getting, getting COVID. This is like November of 2020 after that I was so sick after I did that video but folks it is true there it is true and if you go to uh, Billy Crohn's getlifemedia.com and do the thing on Satanism he'll tell you all about it he's got a whole Bible study on it they have a they have a whole ritual calendar of what they do and so when I did all that research of how many children how many people go missing that are going to sex trafficking well that's part of it too but there's millions that go like hundred like five I think eight hundred thousand people and this is in 2019, 800,000 kids and people go missing every single year. Where do you think all those people go? Where do you think they go? Hello? Hello? Do you think that Satanism and these rituals and sacrifices and all this stuff that they do, do you think that's just like something in a, in a, in a fiction book or something or you hear about it and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Folks, this happens. This happens. Easter is a big one. Anything that is is of God, they pervert it. Like the cross, everything's backwards. They do everything upside down or backwards. That's that's what they do. So the cross, they flip it upside down. They do all kinds. Of, they do the, the eye of horror. Uh, they do all this crazy, crazy, wicked stuff. And with them, symbolism is huge. It's huge. So you see all these all these uh, athletes and all these like uh, even Christian, I air quote Christian rock um, um folks they do the same thing and you have all the celebrity when they cover the one eye or they do like the okay symbol or all that okay symbol you know you hold your little finger together here a little three that okay folks that is that is the number three so that is that's literally six 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 so when you hold your hand like that it's the six and then you have the three and so that is literally them saying six 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 the devil's horns folks that is the devil's horns all those rock people, you know, when they do all that, you're like, oh, you know, that's not Texas Longhorns, you guys. That's not what they're doing. That is the satanic. There's three different versions of it, too. So they have different versions of it. But um, you can go to Pastor Billy and, and get caught up on all that if you want to. Or you can also go and watch Spencer Smith as third Adam. One, two, and three. I think number four is coming out. Guys, they'll tell you, they will educate you on this stuff. I am totally not even on two headlines today but you know I always pray before you come on in I'm like you know hey whatever the Lord you know whatever I feel the Lord uh you know telling me to, to talk about you know but anyway guys this stuff is it's out there and when you have Bill Gates back in 2012 saying if we do a really good job if we do a really good job with vaccines you know we can reduce the population by you know 20 <laughs> percent what the heck people he straight up there told you that's their whole point of these vaccines is to kill people to depopulate the world okay remember in atlanta uh there outside they had that they had their little it's like stonehenge but it was for them like we want to re depopulate the um the world to 500 million well folks do you know how many millions of people have died since COVID? And I'm not saying from COVID. I'm saying from what their quick protocols in the hospital was to treat COVID. You know, hey, take this remdesivir and die. Because we'll get $100,000 for every one of you that died. Do you know how many people died in the hospital from that? Folks, 
Hundreds of thousands. Do you know how many people died from the jab? Millions. Millions. Do you know how many people are dying from the jab now? Millions. Those blood clots that they're getting, folks, those are like rubber, the weirdest looking stuff ever. Go to Stu Peters, Stu Peters on Rumble and watch um, Died Suddenly. And you're going to be like, what? Viewer discretion is advised. I do say that. I say that like because it's very disturbing. Um, things like that just, uh, just, just people, it's just very disturbing to me that this is happening and nobody's outraged about it nobody no now they have uh, introduced the vaccine for the COVID-19 into the children's vaccination schedule even though right now everybody knows the truth or if you don't you're completely lost and they're like oh yeah that's okay it was killing children in utero babies when they were giving those vaccines to mothers the breast milk was killing the babies after they were born folks it's out there in black and white go see dr john campbell on youtube and he gonna tell you all about it because he took the vaccine he took all that he was like oh yeah but now he's like oh man he's very statistical and analytical if you're like that i kind of like that too um anyway go watch him he's gonna he's breaking it all down for you you know, it's funny because we can't get the truth here in the United States, but we can get over the UK and uh, the British Medical uh, uh, Medical Journal. You can get all this, Robert. You can't get here in the United States. The judge had to order Pfizer to turn over. So, another thing. Uh, what? On what? What would you say to say? Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this concoction. That we're gonna give this uh, this vaccine that we concocted. We're gonna give it to the entire planet everybody right but then you know we know what it's going to do to people but we don't want the people to know so you know give us 75 years and then we'll release that data to you that's totally normal right no that's what they're trying to hide it from you guys because instead everybody will be dead i mean dead shortly i can't hell they could have said 20 years because folks this jab is causing blood clots and not just blood clots they are anomalies i've never seen anything like it but anyway watch that watch that Stu peters and you'll be like dude dude it's crazy it's, it's wicked absolutely wicked and they know what it's doing and they're doing it on purpose they're trying to get the population down to 500 million and so i keep thinking that you know it's like jesus said in revelation that he has to come back to destroy those who are destroying the earth and we are living in the days of noah I mean, worse than the days of Noah, I think. it. I, I mean, I, I'm sure it was very bad in the days of Noah, but it is super wicked right now. But anyway, guys, let's jump into some articles. <laughs> um, so I can get this wrapped up maybe in an hour, hopefully, anyway. But you know me, ADD. But hey, man, I, I just, I want people to know the truth. I want you guys to know the truth. If you don't know the truth, please, please, today is the day of salvation. Cry out to Jesus. Admit you're a sinner. Repent of your sin. Ask him to save you. Ask him to forgive you of your sins. And come join the family uh, of us in eternity. Otherwise, you'll spend eternity in hell. People don't preach hell anymore. Oh, nobody, that's scary. <laughs> that's scary. That, that drives people away. We won't make any money if we preach on hell. Yeah, it's all about the money. All about that almighty dollar. Oh, man, you guys, I'll tell you one thing. I'd rather scare people now than them to be in hell for eternity. You know what I mean? If they don't want to come to church and hear about hell, hey, sorry. But I'll tell you what, I, I think the reason 
that people leave the church today is because they are not getting fed. You know, you're not getting fed. And when Christians, when pastors go up there and they just preach that, whatever tickles your ear, whatever you want to hear, people who are really looking for the truth, especially people who are not saved, who aren't saved, who weren't raised in church, who don't know, they go to these churches and what do they hear? How to have your best life now, how to have your best marriage, you know, how to how to be successful. That's not what these people need to hear. They need to hear the gospel. They need to hear that you are a wretched sinner and you're going to go to hell if you don't repent of your sin and cry out and ask Christ to save you because he came to earth to live a perfect sinless life, to die on a cross, to take your sin and the, the whole sin upon the whole world upon him so that you might be saved. He was the ultimate atonement of our sin. And God raised him three days later. I'm telling you, they need to hear the gospel truth. They don't need to hear this other fluffy fluff fluff stuff, you know. But anyway. So my mama would say, get off your high horse. No. <laughs> we are walking in tall cotton right now, guys. Anyway, um, we are in the end days. I know you guys know it. I know. But we should be excited as Christians because, oh, man, today could be the day that he comes to take us home. Hello. One of these days, I'm going to play a trumpet. And whew, I've been looking for a trumpet sound to throw in here, you know, <laughs> especially at the end of my program when I was like, Maranatha, you know. Oh my gosh. Anyway, guys, let's let's jump in. So you know good one says uh the deception of human wisdom, the living God versus Yuval Harari. So this article is by Jonathan Brentner, and you can find it at theharbingersdaily.com. So let's jump into it. So during the past couple of years, I've been all too well acquainted with the luciferic boasts of Yuval Noah Harari, best-selling author and chief advisor to Kalasha Schwab, uh, the head of the World Economic Forum. Mr. Harari um, is a man of tremendous influence. His books sell in the millions, and his role at the WEF gives him significant influence with government leaders all over the world, including those in the United States. He is the favorite author author of Barack Obama. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Sorry. Um, it's not so much his blasphemous words that I want to address here, but rather his extraordinary low view of the of the God as revealed in the Bible, which causes him to think that humans can become gods. It's not an exaggeration to say that Harari sees himself as vastly superior to others, a deity who can lord it over those of lower status. Even if we give Harari credit for his intellect and communication skills, how does he compare to the God we read about on the pages of Scripture? To say he falls far short is a vast understatement. He goes on to say the creator versus the mocker. The Lord created the earth and the universe out of nothing. He simply spoke everything into existence. The beauty of the Rocky Mountain National Park with its views of snow-capped mountain peaks and herds of elk speaks to the majesty and greatness of our God, as do all the wonders of creation it inspires our worship of the creator can harari create anything that compares with scenic mountain views picturesque lakes and rivers or any majestic creature on the face of the earth of course he can't but he can continually mock the one who created the heavens and the earth psalm 147 4 says he determines the number of the stars he gives to all of them their names the god we worship not only created the trillions of stars in the vast universe but he also gave 
with all of them their names. That alone boggles my mind, he says, and mine too. It's far beyond my imagination to conceive of someone so awesome and incomparable to anything we can imagine. He goes on to say, Psalm 135, 5-7 also speaks to the Lord's greatness and sovereignty. For I know that the Lord is great and that our Lord is above all gods. Whatsoever the Lord pleased, that did he in heaven and in earth, in the seas and all deep places. He causes the vapors to ascend from the ends of the earth. He maketh lightning for the rain. He bringeth the wind out of his treasuries. I always love that verse because um, the wind blows where I live. They call Chicago the Windy City. <laughs> I ain't got nothing on Amarillo. Let me tell you something. We really are like the third windiest city um, per uh, miles per hour volume and every day in consistency. Um, we're, it's very windy here. But anyway, and every time when the wind blows, I'm like, it's coming out of the Lord's treasuries. That's what I always think to myself. <laughs> He's in control. Anyway, uh, uh, he goes on to say, omniscient, all-powerful God versus the human. How can anyone say that a human can even begin to compare himself to the all-powerful, righteous, wise, and omniscient God of Scripture? It's ridiculous, but such as the deception of human wisdom when combined with great pride and a foolish belief in evolution, it's the result of the debased mind in Romans 1, verses 28 through 32. I always say that a reprobate mind. So Isaiah 40 speaks to the exalted nature of our Lord. And Isaiah 40, 22 through 24 says, it is he that sitteth upon the circle of the earth and the inhabitants therefore are of are as grasshoppers that stretches out the heavens as a curtain and spreadeth them out as a tent to dwell in that bringeth the princes to nothing he maketh the judges of the earth as a vanity yea they shall not be planted yea they shall not be sown yea their stock shall not take root in the earth and he shall also blow upon them and they shall wither in the whirlwind it shall take them away as stubble goes on to say after reading isaiah chapter 40 the word pipsqueak comes to mind when i think of harari i totally agree jonathan he goes on to say it's not every day i get to use the word pipsqueak i love it anyway he goes on to say can you imagine the lord asking him the same question he posed to job in job 38 and 39 i would love to hear overhear such a conversation redeemed of god versus useless eaters the most startling difference between mr harari and the living god is love you've always famous for saying that the majority of people in the world are quote useless eaters unquote the implication is that the vast majority of us are disposable entities much like a scrap of paper that one would toss into a waste basket uh, waste paper basket john three sixteen reveals a vastly different perspective for god so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life in luke nineteen ten, jesus said for the son of man came to seek and to save the lost harari believes that the elite power brokers of our day can dispose of most human beings that they claim contribute nothing to society our savior came to die the cross so that he might forgive our sins and give us eternal life the difference is mind-boggling isn't it he goes on to say harari says um harari's days will come will come to an end the lord who gives him each and every breath that he takes will allow him to continue his luciferian hissings for a while longer he will deceive many with lies as old as the garden of eden a horrific and deadly future awaits him unless he repents and calls out for forgiveness for the one that he continually mocks those of us who look to scripture for our understanding of god understand the absolute folly of comparing frail and prone to sin human beings to him or yes folks so he goes on to say we remain in awe of what the bible reveals about his power wisdom holiness 
mercy and amazing love towards us. We also await Jesus is appearing to take us home. We know that in the end, we will reign with Jesus in his kingdom. While those calls today's widespread death, deception, extreme wickedness and lawlessness will be in their graves awaiting the great white throne judgment. Folks, you don't want to be at the great white throne judgment. Because uh, you're not going to have an answer for anything. I, 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 yeah, and Jesus is going to cast you into the lake of fire. Folks, that is eternal. Hell is for eternity. Eternity is a very long time. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. I'm sure you are. Because if we're going to be in heaven and we're going to be with the Lord Jesus for eternity, there will be those in hell for eternity. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm. And it's not me, it's the Bible. God is telling you, how can a loving God send anybody to hell? Well, he didn't. You did. You sent yourself to hell by denying the work and the salvation of his son, Jesus Christ, who freely came and freely gave himself. That is a free gift to you and to I. So watch out for those mockers up there, the Kenneth Copelands and all those those heretical blasphemous Little men up there, they say, if you're so into my ministry, God's good. If you so into my multi-million dollar mansion of a home, God's going to repay you sevenfold in your little car that you're living in right now. Yeah, that that's the irony. But you know what? They have theirs now. That's the big thing. They have their glory right now. They have their their uh, uh, gifts and their treasure, and they have their treasures, and they have all of that. They have it right now on earth. And eventually, they'll be cast into hell. You and I, our treasures are in heaven. Our treasures are not here on this earth. That slowly but surely uh, is going to be burned up anyway. It's not here. It's not here. I mean, the Lord God is going to cast his wrath upon this world i mean you read revelation what's gonna happen what's coming upon this world <laughs> our treasures are not here our treasures are in heaven with christ jesus said i have gone to prepare a place he goes in my father's house are many rooms or some people some uh translations say many mansions and i like the rooms because if you if you look at the jewish wedding you know, they add on a room to the father's house. And that's 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 the culture of the Jews. And so this whole this all of this is in the Bible. And so what Jesus said, I like the rooms aspect because of that. In my father's house are many rooms. He goes, I have gone to prepare a place for you is what he says. And if I gone to prepare a place, for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am there, you may be also folks. All this is fading away. Everything here on this earth is fading for us. We have nothing on this earth. We have nothing. You can't take it with you. There's nothing you can do with it. Hello, guys. Our treasure is in heaven. And that's what we're looking forward to. They can have. They can have this world. Let them have it. Let them have it. What we are looking for is the appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. He's coming to yank us out of here. Take us home. And you know what? We're going to have this huge feast huge feast up in heaven and that's what we're gonna go and if you guys if any of y'all have any health issues or anything just think about that when we get to heaven like me i'm gonna be able to eat whatever i want <laughs> i'll be able to eat whatever he put i'll have ice cream man i will have wheat i will have bread i will have it all you know what i mean i'm looking forward to that day but most of all i'm looking forward to be with my lord and savior he is my best friend he's my king he's my master and I look forward to just, oh my gosh, just being in his presence. You know what I mean? His, just just being there. 
just being with him, just knowing that this sinful, wretched body that I have right now will no longer be able to sin when I get to heaven, when he come and takes us home. Isn't that amazing? That's the, that's the best. And I will no longer sin against him. Even, you know, even today, we don't want to as, as Christians, we don't, but we are. It's like the apostle Paul said, I do what I don't want to do. And what I do, what I want to do, I don't do. Oh, save me from this wretched body, this sinful, wretched body. And so I, I pray that. And so when he comes to take us home, folks, folks, we're going to be in heaven with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And the best thing about that is we won't be able to sin. That's what I love. Any other one thing you can't do in heaven that you can do on earth is tell people about Jesus. Tell them the gospel and let the Holy Spirit do the work. With that, guys, I'm going to get off of here. And uh, I hope you guys have a great, uh, blessed day. And, uh, man, get your rapture practice on. Keep praying for our leaders. Keep praying for those who are lost because hell is for eternity. And God said he doesn't want anybody to go there. He don't want anybody to perish. That's why he's so long suffering. That's why he hasn't taken us out of here yet. So keep praying for that last person to get saved. Okay, guys, with that, I'm going to get off of here. And as always, get in the word of God. Let the word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha. Thank you guys so much for listening. May God bless each and every one of you.